Welcome back to the Kickball Change Podcast. We are a grassroots program offering insight and inspiration to our young adults and teens out there who are looking to carve out a path in the creative and the performing arts world. We are excited to offer this podcast in hopes to inspire the next generation of artists to continue to pursue their own creative dreams and find ways through their challenges. So again, my name is Megan. I am your host. I'm excited to bring you our co-hosts today. We have Miss Barbara. She is a... How are you doing? Good. (laughs) Recital season right around the corner. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Overwhelmed as usual. Uh, But it's the joy of the springtime. Um, So she's had her studio and we were just talking. Um, We've been shortchanging her now for over 40 years. This is her 40th year in operation with her studio. And um, so we apologize for shortchanging you those five years. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So with our podcast, we do want to continue to bring in our younger guests and our younger co-hosts. So today we have our two co-hosts joining us. We have Miss Madison. Hi. So Miss Madison, she is a high school senior who has confirmed her undergraduate studies going to Sacred Heart. Yeah. Very exciting. How do you feel? It was so stressful, but I'm I'm so happy. Like I'm so excited, and I'm gonna be in the dance company, so I'm gonna keep dancing, and hopefully you guys can come see like my shows at some point. Absolutely. <laughs> if the world goes back to normal, <laughs> mm. we are just we're just spinning with the world these days, right? Yeah. We're just taking it <laughs> one rotation at a time. All right, and joining us with her, we have our other beautiful co-host. Her name is Megan. Hey guys. (laughs) (laughs) So Megan is a high school junior and she now is on the path of figuring out those next steps, right? So fun time. (laughs) Did you take your SATs yet? Um, Yeah, I've taken them twice. Um, So now it's just kind of, you know, looking at schools and deciding. So going through the process. That's what it is. And for our listeners at home and that are joining us, when you are hit with those crossroads of those next steps, we also want to remind you to make sure you stay in the moment. Don't forget about the moments that you're in. Don't worry too much about all your future endeavors. Focus on the here and the now. And that here and now is our podcast. And we are going to give a wonderful introduction to our guest today. Her name is Kelly Kennedy. Kelly, how are you? How are you? We are doing great. So I'm just going to give you some amazing recognition. Then we're going to dive in with our questions. So Kelly grew up dancing at the Joanne Regan Dance Studio since the age of three all the way through high school. And that's an amazing studio down in South Jersey in Cape May, New Jersey. With that studio owner, uh, Joanne's been in operation for over 50 years now, correct? She was just recognized by the state of New Jersey, yeah. I believe two years ago with an, um, a recognition from the governor of the state of New Jersey. Um, yeah. So Kelly's performed numerous telethons, been in charge of the telethons, has had the wonderful opportunity of performing at the infamous Veterans Stadium, which is no longer in existence. Uh, It's one of the (laughs) – it's sad when you know that these uh, stadiums come and go. And I believe now, what is it, City Park? City Financial Uh, Field? Citizens Park. Citizens Park, which is the home of the Philadelphia Phillies. So giving a shout out to the sports teams. But she was able to uh, perform there at Veterans Stadium for one of their shows. She's performed in numerous Mummer's Day parades, which is the New Year's Day parade that takes place every year in Philadelphia. Kelly is a graduate from the University of the Arts with a BFA in dance performance. I'm excited to jump into this because... 
Not only has she studied dance with her undergraduate, but she now took that undergraduate degree and has really carved out a path for the younger dancers and the younger performers, who Kelly is now the acting director of the dance department at Lower Cape May Regional High School, located in Cape May, New Jersey. She is the founder of this program, being the sole runner of the operations there. The music department, arts department have already been running, but Kelly took the responsibility on on her own shoulders to create and carve out a dance program within the public high school system. I'm really excited to be able to talk to you today, Kelly. Um, so, so let's jump right on in. What was that like to be able to produce a, and introduce the dance program to the high school section? Uh, it was something that was definitely needed. We had um, a lot of studios in the area for such a small area that Cape May is. There's uh, at least five different studios in the, like a small radius, I would say. Um, so there's tons of dancers in the school. And I know going through that high school, if there was a dance program, I would have been living there the entire four years that I was in school. So um, I was actually first started working in school as a substitute after graduating college and then was moving around a little bit, came back to Cape May. So I was substituting, then I got hired as a full-time aide just to have some some pay coming in before teaching at the studio. Um, and I um, approached the uh, principal at the time, who is now our current superintendent, and said, um, you know, there's tons of dancers. What do you think if we added a dance class in for them to take? And he loved the idea. He had two daughters who were currently in dance classes at the time, and funny enough, at two different dance studios. We're going to have to come back to that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he loved the idea. He was a musician himself. So we were really, really lucky that our administrators and the school board really supports the arts in our district. Love the music department, loves the arts department, loves like all the um, spring musicals that we always put on, the fall plays. So they were heads on, ready to go, full steam. So um, he said, write me up a proposal of what the class would look like, and then I'll pass it on to the school board and we'll see what they say. And so I did that and kind of looked at other schools that were in New Jersey and kind of how they had everything outlined and went off of that and went with like how I would think it should go. Like if it's a, a person that never danced before and they came into this class, what, how would you introduce dance to them? At that age too, right? Right. right. So um, I usually start with ballet, which either they absolutely love or they absolutely hate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard thing, but you need those, that foundation, those basic steps to, proceed through the rest of any other technique. Can we just get a repeat on that just so our listeners know? I'm pretty sure that this teacher just said it what every other teacher has said to every student multiple times. Ballet is the foundation and yes, you need it. You may love it or you may hate it. Yeah. But it is a foundation. <laughs> it's yeah. like just a, a sound hate. check. Yeah. <laughs> sound check. Sound check. Let's just repeat that. All right. Continue on. So and I also, I'm like, all right, we're going to start with ballet because you're either going to love it, you're going to hate it, but it's going to be out of the way. And then we can move on to what they like. But I always started with ballet and um, instead of using 
ballet soundtracks that we always go through with the bar and it's always the piano. I try to use more current songs that like keep their attention span, but then they're still doing the For ballet sure. steps yeah. with, and it's kind of tricking them a little bit. I love um, it. So I wrote out the um, outline. So it was so many weeks of this, and then we'd move into jazz, and then we'd go into a little bit of hip hop, some choreography in there. Um, so within the next year, they let the kids sign up for it. And I started out with one class, and that went for a couple years. And then um, I ended up asking if I could do an advanced level, because at that time I had a dance one, which was half a year, dance two, which was the second half of the year. I said, well, what if I wanted to, like kids wanted to continue on, or I had dancers mm -hmm. that were past, this is first position, this is second position. So um, they let me do an advanced level, and I actually have um, an audition to be placed into it. Oh, wow. That's so exciting. They, so what, is, uh, what does that look like or feel like for those dancers in your high school? So uh, the audition consists of about a half hour of a ballet bar. So I can see what kind of technique they have. I, I do it a little bit more advanced than what they would start off with just so I can see how their mind works and I can see if they're picking up, if they ask questions. Questions are awesome. Ask questions. <laughs> Always ask questions. Um, Once again, for those in the back that are listening that may need to uh, turn the volume up, ask a question to your teacher. <laughs> Nothing is off limits and teachers appreciate the question and they, they appreciate the fact that you apply the question. I right. think that's the key. <laughs> You might notice that other people are doing the same mistakes. So you want to clarify it. Um, so a half hour ballet bar, and then we move on. We do a little bit of modern in the center just to kind of loosen up a little bit, get some stretches. Um, and then I usually teach them a jazz combination at the end. So they perform that. Always I throw improv in there because mm -hmm. I want to see how they react to that. Everybody hates improv. <laughs> You guys don't hate improv. Oh, like, do I enjoy improv. Yeah. <laughs> but like well, jazz, I don't know. Yeah. Like it's just, it's tough because we don't do it a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 So, and I, it, so it's about an hour and a half long audition. So when you first had your first class, Kelly, did, was it full or was, what was happening? Were people not, what was the scoop around the school? <laughs> like what was the rumors going on? What was, <laughs> you know, that gossip? Uh, well, it was only one period for the day. So um, it was at the end of the day. I think my first class, I might have had six or eight kids in it. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a huge class. Now, if you uh, don't mind me asking, was there boys involved? Or... I had that cool. Not the first year. I love that. That's cool. Yeah. It was always wrestlers, believe it or oh, not. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I had one class that had three wrestlers in it. That's great. Yeah, that is great. <laughs> well, they're not as macho as like a football player because they do touch <laughs> yeah. each other. Like, That's even true. though football the, players do too, but they the don't professional, want to admit it. Yeah, the professional football players need to take dance classes <laughs> yeah. to better oh, their yeah. peripheral vision Ballet. and body awareness. Yeah. yeah. That's actually the next class that I'm trying to get started, but they're kind of pushing back on me is dance training for the athletes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Trying to get that working, but we're. You got to get somebody on, on the outside to help you. Mm -hmm. I did it in, I did it with um, our high school's basketball coach. Oh, and they okay. used to come to the studio and, and we used to give them ballet, well, 
just dance technique in general, you know, jumping, using your feet. Like, it was great. We, they loved it. The boys loved it. It was all the whole basketball team. Neptunes. And then we mm-hmm. got to get them back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love it because our, um, our personal – or not personal trainer, our athletic trainer in the school, he's all for it. Mm-hmm. He was a little cross player in college, and mm-hmm. they had a modern class when they were in school. He's like, oh, definitely help them. So, yeah. Well, it'll come, right? Just keep pushing. Absolutely. So when you went to school, you said you were, um, well, Megan had said that you were a dance performer um, Mm -hmm. um, major, right? What is the difference between, what is that? I never, what's the performer as opposed to just a dance major? When when I was at UArts, it's changed now. Um, You were able to pick your major junior year, you've either majored in jazz, ballet, or modern. Mm-hmm. And then in that major, you could either go dance performance or dance education. Oh, okay. So I should have chose dance education. <laughs> Originally, honestly, did not want to teach at all. I was always, I want to be on the stage. I want to perform. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. you'd be five foot nothing. Didn't realize how hard it would be to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When did, did you like, sorry, when did you realize that you wanted to teach dance? Like, was there a specific moment or was um, it kind of just, I think, well, you? when I started substituting at the high school, um, I was asked to help be the assistant choreographer for the spring musicals that our school did, that I went through, I did all four years in my high school years. I was a principal dancer in the musicals. Oh, wow. um, and Doing that and then kind of helping out at the studio that I grew up in, it was always like once when you're trying to explain something, you saw a kid get that aha moment where they're, oh, I get it now. I was like, like, that's the feeling you get. You're like, oh, yeah, they finally like I feel like I work something than the students do when they finally are able to do something. So do you still help like choreograph the musicals? I am now the choreographer. So the original choreographer, well, when I started helping, she passed it on to me. She stopped choreographing. So now I am the the choreographer. So I took over that position. Sounds like you're seriously busy all the time. (laughs) Do you you have a musical that you are doing currently that's going to be coming up? We do. We um, usually our musicals run from, well, the musical season, if you will. From January to March, our performances are usually in March, but because of the way the world is now, <laughs> we pushed it back just in case we had to perform it outside if things started closing down. So it's happening the weekend of May 20th, 21st, and 22nd. So um, the this year we are doing, it's called uh, Working, mm-hmm. which is kind of more of like a, a review type show. So there's um, a book that is of interviews of um, different like blue collar careers that people have worked in. So iron worker, waitress, teacher, housewife, and they made a musical about it. And it was That's originally in the seventies oh, wow. yeah. and um, rewrote some songs and Lynn Mowell Miranda wrote one of the new songs. Oh, that's There's awesome. a bunch of people that are involved in it. Nice. That's wonderful. So that's going to almost piggyback right into recital season too, which is usually into spring. Yeah. So how are your 
dancers for the musical balancing um, high school musical practice and being able to get to the studio and make sure they don't miss classes or rehearsals with you, but also they don't miss their technique classes in their home studio? Uh, it takes a lot of communication. So we ask them, because obviously you're paying for the classes at the studio. We don't want to anger the parents for wasting money when you're not going to be there. We ask them for their schedules ahead of time. And we do the same thing with the kids that are involved with the musical who are also doing sports at the high school, too. Um, what's your schedule? What is happening this week? When can we have you is kind of how we basically work around it. But then leading up to the week before and the week of the show, we tell them that they belong to us. That <laughs> it's our turn. You give us your full attention so we can get through tech, get through the show, and then you're free to whatever you got to do. Now, that's something that as dancers and performers, we can all relate to um, in our own personal kickball change moments and how dance has created us with, um, has established us with more resiliency. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as you said that you ask for the sports, you ask for the other studios, you, you ask the parents, you, you present it in a way that this is coming second first instead of putting it first, where we know that some of the sports teams, yeah. it's, you either commit to all the all the practices and all the games or you're not playing at all. Um, you know, right, Ms. Barbara? Right. I think you can absolutely agree that we see that, um, you know, is it fair? Does, is well, it's the, a, I think it's a, I don't know about you, Kelly, but sometimes it's a male-female issue as well. Yeah, yeah, I see that too. You yeah. see that, right? Like it's, uh, you know, but but we're always gracious when we get the opportunity to have performances and we get the students. So I think that's the other turnaround, too, is that no matter what, there's always this uh, gratitude that that as performers, we're just grateful that we can yeah. be on stage. Especially with COVID. At the end of the day, it's just nice that we get to go on stage. Masks yeah. or not. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Maddie, I'm going to pass some questions over, okay. over to you. Um, I, I mean, I kind of want to know about, like, your experience, like, at UArts, like, how you decided on that, how you, like, got there, how you decided to dance, I guess. Okay. Um, so, basically, my parents told me I had to go to college and didn't <laughs> care what it was for. <laughs> all right, well, there's nothing else I really want to do but dance. So, they're like, all right, well, you find a school that you can major in dance. So, um, I went to a college fair, and there were maybe two other schools that had dance as majors. And one of them was UArts. So back then, you know, we, the internet was not full of all the resources <laughs> that you guys have now. So you filled out the little thing and they sent you information. Um, I only applied to UArts and Dean College, which is mm -hmm. up in Connecticut, I believe. Um, and I really wanted University of the Arts because you could major in jazz. All the other colleges that I looked at that were dance majors, it was either modern or ballet. Yeah, modern, right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Modern-based kind of things. Yep. yep. Like yeah. Rutgers and, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I really, I didn't have that much experience with modern because we just didn't have it at our studio. So... Um, I didn't really know too much about modern. Once I went to UArts and had it every single day, I fell in love with it. <laughs> my heart is still with jazz. I am a jazz dancer down to my blood. Like, it's, <laughs> like my little blood cells are jazz hands. Just, I love like, it. <laughs> just floating around, little jazz hands. 
So I, I, once I went and visited the school, I loved that it was right in Center City. It was completely different than living in Cape May and living Ooh. next to the. <laughs> I just I love the atmosphere, love the huge studios, love everything about it. So once we went in there and I saw everything, I was like, "That's it, I'm going here." The decision was made. Gotcha. And I well, never looked back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Was the audition process like kind of similar to what you do? Like what did you have to do to get into the dance program? It was. That's kind of how I based my auditions off of it. So uh, we went in and did a full ballet class. So it wasn't just 30 minutes. It was a full ballet class. And then we had um, – it was kind of half modern, half jazz. So it was modern going across the floor. And then they taught us a, a combination in the center. So we had three different teachers that worked at the school – the audition with us and then we also had to present a two-minute solo that could be any style that you wanted you could choreograph it you could have a, a teacher give you the choreography and then i found out pretty much two weeks later i found out if i was accepted or not and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um do you have any uh teachers that you still um tip your hat to from your from your university days from your undergraduate days that really inspired you that perhaps at the time you didn't realize because you didn't want to be a dance teacher right and, and go into the education route but hey it's kickball change podcast and there's a big kickball change right there so you you changed your route do you find um looking back that there's a teacher that you just um their skills or quality the the way that they directed and got your attention and and everybody in your class do you have a teacher that that just radiated that for you? Um, I feel like I pull something from every teacher that I had. Mm -hmm. uh, there's definitely um, my one jazz teacher who I had all four years because we kind of rotate it through all the teachers, um, Wayne David. And he was just like a ball of energy. He was always happy, like always bringing everybody in, making everybody laugh the entire time. And his... We always laugh because he choreographed everything in his little kitchen in the apartment that he lived in. So he was wow. like, demonstrated everything with his hands. And we're like, that's like 75 miles an hour across the studio. But we made it work. So he like lit a fire under all of us and to and really got us traveling and moving faster than we ever thought we could. Um, so like, I always go back to and tell stories about him. Um, we also had the, the privilege and the honor of learning from, um, LaVon Robinson, who was our tap teacher. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. What was well, that like? That was amazing because even he was, I want to say between 70 and 72. Wow. Go him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go him. I know. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Amazing. Like, he would bring out sounds in his feet, and it looked like he wasn't even moving. Like, sounds like so Max. <laughs> and the days where, if, like, the weather was too cold or something, he's like, all right, my knees aren't working. Let's let's sit around oh. and have story time. Oh, that so <laughs> That's so cute. I love it. That my knees aren't working. <laughs> He knew his body. That's that, and that's what dancers need to know. Absolutely. Yeah. He would tell the history of like how he started tapping when he was a little boy and put soda caps in his shoes and that's was dancing cool. on the corner of Billy, or like 
all the tours that he did. He went to Africa. He went all over the place touring. And so we'd sit there and learn his dance history. And then that was an experience just in itself. So inspirational. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I have a question, Kelly. What, um, what would you say to these two girls and all the girls that are listening about like going back to when your parents said you need a college education? Because nowadays, and it might turn around, but everybody's like, you got to have a college education, got to have a college education, right? Yeah, there's a lot of pressure. So much on pressure kids. on these girls, although there's so many careers that don't need it. Um, but they feel, I feel that you guys feel that you're worthless without it. And that's the one route, I feel like. And, but you're not. I yeah. don't have mm-hmm. it and I have a successful career. But would you, um, what would you, if they wanted to do a minor in dance, like, I don't know, maybe when Maddie gets there um, at Sacred Heart, you know, you're dancing in the company, you're like, I might want a mi- minor in this so that I can teach it or that I can, you know, one day teach it wherever, like at a studio or high school or whatever, and just keep it in your in your life. So what advice would you give as far as the college route goes? I think... I, I agree that there's a lot of pressure. It's like you have to college, college, college. And I feel like for me personally, I feel like I grew so much as a dancer going to UArts, just the different teachers that I had. I learned so many different t- techniques that made me stronger mm-hmm. as a dancer. Um, I know talking to juniors and seniors that I'm teaching now, they're really torn between either going for dance or going for something else. Um, and I asked them like, what, what's going to keep you happy? Like, don't go for something that you're looking to make money in. Like, what are you, what do you see yourself doing that is going to keep you happy? Um, it's always good to have the dance card in your back pocket. So then you right. can say, Hey, I have my, my associates in dance, you know, I could do something else with this, yeah. but if you want to make sure that you're going to have something that you can graduate with and say, all right, I'm going to go into this field, but maybe I do this on the side or I can choreograph with this company or I can help out at this studio if I need to on the side. Mm -hmm. Do you find it hard? I mean, before you got the job at the high school, did you find it hard trying to make a living with, with a dance major? Um, I think I went on so many auditions trying to get jobs and um, I did the usual waitressing and bartending and Mm. teaching at the dance studio. So you do all the odd jobs in between, but it wasn't until I went alternate route because I didn't go for my dance education degree. I had to go alternate route. So the school district had to hire me first. And then I had to go kind of like around the back way and get certified to teach. Mm-hmm. Like you did, Max. Yep. And, that, and for our listeners, that's something that you can do for um, for public school systems, correct? So at the so if you don't go to um, a college or a university and major in education, you still have the opportunity to teach in the education fields. You just have to take, at least in the state of New Jersey, you have to take that alternate route, right? That that roundabout, if you will. (laughs) New Jersey has enough of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just have one question, like, about your journey. Um, Was there, like, one lesson you learned from, like, transforming from, like, a dance student to a dance teacher, like, along the way? 
Um, I've realized that when I was a student, and this might be funny because a lot of people relate to this, <laughs> I did not count when I was a dancer. I listened to music and I could hear music. Yeah, like, that's us. That's <laughs> that's that. us. Yep. So I realized as I started teaching that there are, there's either you hear it in the music or you need the count. So I had oh, yeah. to teach myself how to teach with counts. <laughs> I still have trouble because I teach like a seven or I guess they're eight to 10 year old jazz class. And mm-hmm. I like I'm kind of like you where I don't really count. I just like know the musicality in my head. So yeah. like trying to figure out the counts and t- like because obviously these like eight to 10 year olds need it. It's so hard like trying to figure out what the counts are because I'm not <laughs> used to it. <laughs> yep, yep. So it's hard. It's and but it was kind of good for me to learn that way because right. Now I know how to explain it different ways. So if you're not getting it by the musicality, if you're not getting it by the counts, then I can find another way to say, this is how it has to happen, or this is how you have to go through your body to get right. to that point. Yeah. So that's, that's helped in the high school where I have kids that have never danced or <laughs> they have some type of learning disability. Then I know how to work around certain things to get it into their head to see that aha moment. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, you can relate to them because you were there at one point. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you have a kickball change moment in your life, Kelly? Because I know I have plenty. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of like maybe just in dance in general or you're just for. Well, I think, I mean, we, we. Only you briefly mentioned it. Maybe we go back there if it's not such a um, intense subject, but height, right? That that was a kickball change moment for the fact of you know, I mean auditions now, especially for right. our listeners, it's there. It's a whole different ball game um, mm-hmm. than it was five years ago, ten yeah. years ago, twenty years ago. Um, but you you lightly mentioned that. Why don't we go there and and talk about that experience as a kickball okay. change? Um, all right, so. You know, you look at um, auditions for dancers and backstage, you look for the different auditions that were coming up. And sometimes they would say dancers 5'7 to 5'9. And like, all right, well, that's not me. Or and for our listeners, can you just give your height? I am five one and a half. There it is. <laughs> Megs, what are you? 5'2. Five 5'2. Two. Oh, five two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like now they're a little bit more forgiving. There's an accepting an acceptance, right? For yeah. for all. They're not different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and plus, like the performers are tiny. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. so they want tiny people performers. Yeah, and so what pushed you? Um, I'm sure that must have been discouraging. You know, reading these auditions and you know being in a, a university and knowing that girls or, or other dancers that may not be nearly as good as you technique wise can go get the job and already have that, say, like that access, that, you know, golden ticket that they're allowed to go in because they're five, seven and up where, you know, you would have been able to just lay it out on stage and and just kill it in the audition. But so what was that like? I'm sure there was um, inner inner conversations and, and, you know, maybe you can give some insight and inspiration to some of our listeners that may be struggling with that, whether it's height, whether it's weight, whether it's hair color, their, their body image. And and I think that happens a lot for high school students and going into college of the, the change of their own physical bodies and what they 
have the ability to change within their bodies and what they they're especially not as a dancer yeah especially <laughs> as a standing dancer. in a yeah. leotard <laughs> in a leotard in front of a mirror yeah. for three to yeah. four hours a day <laughs> for sure constantly looking at yourself absolutely um i think it it definitely discouraged me but i feel like i have pretty thick skin so every time i went to an audition and i got cut i kind of told myself well it's a it's a class that you got to take i you I auditioned for Fosse and I would make it through all the dance cuts and then I would get cut at the vocals. And I was like, well, I should have taken more vocal classes. <laughs> like it was, I tried to look at the positive instead of being like, oh, I'm not good enough. What's wrong with yeah. me? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of looked at it as like, all right, I went to New York and I took a dance class instead of I went to an audition and I failed or mm -hmm. I got cut. I'm not a good dancer. But then once it was a couple years and like I would get little jobs here and there or um, I'd be doing little things in Atlantic City, just like side jobs. And I needed something steady. I was getting married, planning on having kids. So it was kind of like, all right, I need something that's going to give me maybe some health benefits. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. when working at the school and then I was like, well, I don't want to be a substitute for the rest of my life. I don't want to be a teacher's aide for the rest of my life. So that's when I was kind of like, all right, how about we make a dance department? Let's get this moving. So so you had that fire and you just kept that fire burning. Do you see right. that? Um, any struggles in your students and how do you address that with your students now in, in the high school as well as the dance studio? Do you see any of them, um, any any struggles with body image and 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 self-love and self-nurture and how do you um as a teacher how do you remind them that they are enough and they're good enough and that they can continue to light their own fire to keep them inspired i think i i do see it a little bit but i i know that i feel like social media is social media is like a double-edged sword because you oh yeah you kids <laughs> compare themselves so much but then you also see a lot of like body positive people out there saying you don't need to look like this there's um, one dancer that I do follow and uh, forgive me for not knowing her name right now, but she says she's body positive. She's not a hundred pounds, little tiny skinny thing. She has meat on her bone. She's muscular. She does have a little bit more weight to her, but she's kicking butt. She's getting jobs. So she's out there showing like it is possible. You can get commercial jobs. She, you can go out and model. So I think that kind of helps a little bit to, see that and then show the kids me like, well, she's making it. Like if it's in your heart and you love it and you're enjoying it, go for it. Go see what happens. Try it for a little bit at least. And if it's not working, then then you move on to the next thing. Hmm. Yeah. I'd like to go back to school if I can. Not me personally, but with you. <laughs> I don't want to go back to school. No. Um, when you started the program at the high school and you said you started with one class, right? And it was probably all girls. Yeah. Right. Yep. So who, like, what happened when you got the first boy? I'm just so interested that in that because, you know, if Megan, Megan is um, trying to get it in our hometown there, well, Megan's yeah, high school. And mm -hmm. it was like, how do you get the boys in there to, to even, so it's got to be one brave, like maybe the wrestler is a brave, but how... You know, it's because high school is such a. I couldn't imagine if, if we had some kind of dance program that was, you know, implemented in my school, boys would not join. 
I couldn't see that. Could but be the area too. Yeah. I don't know what not Cape May is like, but like here is. Yeah, they're very, it's very judgmental zone yeah. school, yeah. especially high school. And like sports focused as opposed to art. Football focused. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. It, it was actually, now it, it could either be two things. It was either they dared each other to sign up for it. <laughs> oh, I see that. <laughs> At double dog dare. Yep. <laughs> um, the wrestling coach who I was we're friends because we teach at the same school, told them, you know, your stretch is going to get better. This is going to help you. So right. I think he kind of encouraged it also, which was nice to have a fellow teacher and a coach yeah. to say, you know, try this. This is going to help you. This isn't mm-hmm. like, don't be scared of it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make you better. So the wrestling coach did not have blinders on. That's <laughs> wonderful that he was supportive of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And actually when I, um, before I was working at, um, LCMR, I was a maternity leave for the dance teacher at Mainland High School. Mm-hmm. And her one class was basically the entire basketball team. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. So yeah. I think that was kind of like the same thing, like the basketball coach. One yeah. leader. Yeah. And mm-hmm. That she always has basketball kids. Yeah, that's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Comes down to the adult. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just need to rally behind and, and find yeah. that support. Yeah. <laughs> that one adult that actually, you know, doesn't have blinders on about the world and the right. world doesn't revolve around just sports. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So with that, you are you are an assistant cheer coach, but you're in the beginning stages now starting the dance team at the high school. So that's yeah. pretty exciting. What do you have envisioned? Megan's on the dance team. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, uh, at school. Uh, yeah. Yep. Our, our one co-host, uh, she's on the dance team. So what is that? Um, what are you going to have the dance team do? I'd love to know what Megan's dance team does and how, you know. Yeah, it's. How that world works. I guess for me, I mean, dance team is very, obviously it's small. Um, it's me and I want to say five other girls who are on it. You know. We, More like a dance club. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been trying to like vamp it up and get people to join and everything. It's fun. We like perform at um, basketball games and things. But as I Alongside said. Alongside with the cheerleaders? No. Ah. separate. I also am on the cheer team. Very, very different experience. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we're. I'm trying, especially next year since I'm going to be a senior, I'm going to try to take you know, the reins and kind of get more people to join. And cause it's fun. Like it's a Why fun Why do you think time. they're not joining? I don't know. It's, it's interesting because cheer and dance, I mean, we know are pretty similar and everyone, you know, jumps at the chance to join cheer. And then it's the dance team. And everyone's like, ah, like I don't want to join. So I don't know. It's very interesting at school. Um, it's a very like judgy zone, very like popular to do cheer, but not dance. It's interesting. Is that like kind of the same at, you know, your school or is it a bit different experience? Um, I want to say because helping with the cheerleaders and being the assistant coach, right. um, like I didn't want to say, hey, I'm starting a dance team and like steal all the cheerleaders because right. <laughs> it would be the same season. And I was thinking because, you know, during basketball season, it's basketball and wrestling are happening at the same time. Like the cheerleaders usually do basketball if the dance team danced during the wrestling matches. Right. For some reason, wrestling matches are so much cooler now than when we were in high school. <laughs> I say wrestling. We, I don't even think my school thought of doing dancing at wrestling. That's oh interesting. Oh, my God. When I was in school, wrestling was funny. the thing. Really? <laughs> we used to all go to the wrestling matches. They were the best-looking <laughs> guys. <laughs> they're at night, and, like, the lights are down. They have, like, a spotlight coming down, like, right in the center of the mat. Oh, so there's energy going wow. on there. <laughs> 
like, like we could do so many cool things with this. Yeah. So yeah. still trying to get more things together, but I'm hoping to get that going. I feel like it would be, cause right now, because there is no dance team, a lot of the dancers do cheer. Right. Like that's their, if they don't do musical, because a lot of them are scared to sing and act, yeah. then they're going to do cheerleading. So like, I hope not to have like a, a weird, like, clash between, yeah. Clash between the basketball coach, since I was helping her, and then the dancers, but like maybe help each other out. But, yeah. yeah, right. But you have to also think that, like, I don't know, I never had, you know what I mean? If, like, I don't want to be a cheerleader, but I want to be on a school thing. Yeah. Absolutely. So why can't we do dance, you know? So do yeah. you do any performances, like, with your dance classes, or is it just, like, they can do just, like, the musicals? Yeah, we have um, a spring concert and a, a fall concert. Ooh, oh, yeah, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, we cool. have a concert with um, our strings orchestra and guitar classes. Nice, right? that's and awesome. Your separate concert, and then the band and choir have their own separate concert, also. Wow, and are the uh, that you know you're you're talking high schoolers, so they're not <laughs> used to doing it from you know eight, ten, whatever. Are they yeah. scared when they get on stage? To perform, uh, my trainers definitely are. Yeah, <laughs> and they get like they act like they're fine, and then yeah. like they're all nervous. Oh. And then when they come off, like that's my favorite part. When they come off and they're done, they're like, "Oh my god, that was so much fun!" Oh. And, like, <laughs> I told you, it's, it's going to be the fastest yeah. three minutes of your life, but you're going to love every second of it. So, do you choreograph to the? Uh, so you do the concert with the strings and the choir, or? Uh, Strings and guitar. And guitar. So do you choreograph and they play for you? So you have the live music going on or is it all separate? We have done that before. So um, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Have your musicians play live for you. That is really cool. Uh, Caleb Magnuson, who is our strings and guitar teacher. Um, yeah. Do you know him? <laughs> do you remember Caleb? <laughs> I used to date him. Oh, <laughs> oh that's good. <laughs> He came on probably like a year or two after I started teaching. So when he started teaching, we're like, you know, it'd be really cool if like you got a couple of your like stronger players and my one advanced class, like we could dance and you guys could do this. So we have collaborated like that. One year, um, they put together Toxic by Britney Spears. Oh, wow. Um, they played that. They had a girl singing it and then we were dancing. Oh, We've done a couple. Cool. So that's creative. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, Meg, I hope you can take this back to your high school yeah. and, and get some, some things going there. Yeah. Do you Hopefully. collaborate with um, – do you teach at a, a dance studio as yes. well? Okay, do you collaborate with her in any um, – like you just said, with the wrestling coach or do you have a good rapport with them as far as when they go to school what they and they go back to take dance class <laughs> at the studio? Um you know, what, what happens between that experience with those kids? Uh, it's been fabulous. I haven't had any issues, luckily, with any of the local studios and the kids that I have. And it's, I really love that when I have one class and I have kids that are at almost every single studio in the area and there's no, like, competition. Yeah, like, on. they get together. That's wow. really awesome. nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That is yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Like, they talk about, like, different things that they're doing. Like, some studios are competition-heavy. Some, 
don't do competitions at all. So like they talk to each other about it or Mm -hmm. like they have funny things that happen at the studio that happen at every studio. So yeah, I love that there's the communication between all the studios and there's not any like bitterness or weirdness around with it. Oh, that's great. Cause that could be right. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a big thing. Yeah, for sure. There's studios in our area that were like... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of studios in our area. Yeah. Like, even just within, like, a probably, like, five-mile radius. Yeah. Maybe, like, more than that, but there's, like, at Two least... mile radius. Yeah, there's, yeah, like, there's like at least five other studios. Yeah. So, it's... I think that's kind of, like, the opposite for us, because we don't have that, like, dance class in school or anything. Like, right. no, like, public high schools besides, like, there are, like, two we could think of before that we were talking about. Um, only like two of them have that dance program, dance class in school, um, not like considering dance team and stuff, right. but it's just not, I guess, the same as like stuff like that. Like it's, it's not like, co- I wouldn't say it's like competitive and like we're always like no. fighting and stuff, but it's just different, different than having atmosphere. that connection. Yeah. 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 Having the dance class at a school would definitely connect them for yeah. sure. It's like, um, you know, going to the um, the fame school that's high school and then going back right. after school and going to your dance studio at night same yeah thing they have yeah, yeah. Absolutely. or even like playing club basketball and doing basketball in school like it, it's, it's kind of the same it's, yeah right? you're right you're right like the travel teams. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah well, that's fun so kelly i want to get in because maddie is one of the teachers uh, and as a, a senior this year she is uh choreographing for the the spring recital which is right around the corner <laughs> and we are so gracious and lucky that we were able to find a theater that we can perform in. Obviously, with the, the way the world has been, it's going to be amazing just to get the girls um, on stage. Working with high school students, do you have a choreography class where you allow your students to create and adapt in movement? And what advice could you give for her now being a high school senior, but also, you know, getting her, uh, you know, get, getting her creative juices flowing with create <laughs> choreography? <laughs> Uh, that is part of my curriculum in um, one of my advanced dance classes. So um, usually in the beginning of the year, I give them like a little bit of improv or I give them like small choreography projects where either I give them a song and they have to choreograph individually to it. And then we bring everybody in. So if it's one song, somebody might be doing ballet dance to it. Somebody might be doing jazz and then we like give each other not feedback, but like, oh, I would have never thought to do that to this song. Or I give um, I have so many old like costume catalogs, and I say, all right, here, <laughs> pick out a costume. Now you have to base your your dance off of that costume. I like that I like idea. That. It's different. Different situations to kind of get their brain thinking. Or I say, all right, you're not starting at the beginning of the song. You have to use something from the middle to the end. Go give me a minute of choreography, or give me. Or eight counts of choreography. Oh, that's tough. I wish I could go <laughs> to your school. <laughs> that sounds so fun. I'd love to have you guys. <laughs> well, it's awesome that you have the dance department in the public high school. You know, it, it, I think we're seeing more and more of how arts and dance create such an impact for adolescent and and just overall development. I mean, Barbara, you've, you've seen that for the years of yeah. having your studio and, and what having a dancer throughout the years, what that does for her when she goes off, whether to college or to her career or boy or right? boy. Yeah. Or boy. I, think it's really, I think it's, um, do your kids in your high school know how 
lucky they are to have that. Like that's <laughs> Barb does bring that up a lot. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Reminds I re- us, which yeah. is nice. <laughs> but I mean, they don't they don't understand because not everybody gets those opportunities. Um, yeah. And I don't know like how big your classes are, but still, the ones that do do it. Um, you know, do you ever, do you have people that just like drop and say that I don't ever want to do that again (laughs) (laughs) or I can't wait to do it. Can I do it next semester? No, I can't. I got to wait till next year. You know, like they only have it once or whatever. And, but you can, that, that way you can just so inspire people that actually maybe don't have the funds to go to a private dance studio and learn, and then they can get it in school and who knows, they might be professional one day. Like that's a really nice thing. And I wish every high school would do that. Um, New Jersey's tough. We're the, they're, right. We're kind of like not up there yet. Every other yeah. other state has something except for us. New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did you find that Kelly when you were looking around to do your syllabus and your? Did, yeah, it was. It was hard to find initially. Well, that was probably twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. Trying to find other schools that had something or that had something online about what they do. There really wasn't that many. Right. Because the superintendent at the time and my principal at the time, they were music people. Right. I think it really helped because they knew how, how important the arts are and how it keeps your brain moving. And mm. a lot of times I kids say that I only came to school today because I had your class today. Mm. Like that's, that's what's driving them to come to school. Like I not to say that. like my class is a safe place, but it's like, they come to the and they relax. They're like, oh, yeah, I yeah. feel so much better yeah. in your class, and I can have fun, but I still enjoy like the work that we're doing. Right? Yeah, yeah they are lucky. To have yeah. Mm-hmm. School. yeah, definitely. So good for you that you did that. That's a really nice thing, and you had all those people backing you, and yeah. actually got it because I know Megan's been trying. Yeah, yeah. It's, but uh, you know the school board and all that kind of stuff that is mm-hmm. yeah. she she helps um but you, you're dealing with the superintendent so you had him on your side so that was a good thing but then yeah. they have to find the money too like the Megan budget. was really close we were really co- close two yeah. years ago to get it and then they gave um I don't know Chromebooks instead <laughs> well I guess it worked out this year with the Chromebook oh, thing sure, but. True. <laughs> hindsight yeah, in hindsight they were right but yeah we I remember <laughs> Mrs. Scott saying uh they're gonna do you know they're gonna do uh the Chromebooks this year and I'm like oh but there's even like a like I do option two for gym where like it's either you can take gym obviously but then option two is like you take a class instead so like I take an extra like elective or like class that I'm interested in just because like I dance every day so I log it down and that counts as my like gym for the day um, yep. but like it'd be great if instead of gym I could have a dance class into my schedule yeah. I think that'd be really cool we actually offer that Our, we call it option B so it's the right. same thing yeah um, we worked it out where if they were in the advanced class, they could do a double period of the advanced dance. Right. That's awesome. So that's yeah. option be at a gym because the block scheduling that we have, I would only see them every other every day. Other. Yeah. So that's how we do it too. Yeah. The double period, I have them every single day. Oh, which is a- that's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I didn't know they still did the B thing. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's good. Yeah. Um, Okay. You got a question, Megan? I know you. I right. mean, I guess kind of just to wrap it up. Um, what like advice? Like, if you were to like put yourself in my shoes, like, what advice would you like either give yourself at this age or like us as like <laughs> high school students? God, I feel like it's been so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just 
there was nothing else that I wanted to do besides dance. Like that's, I feel if I had to pick something else, I don't even know what else I would, maybe cosmetology or like makeup artist because right. with dance, you're always doing hair and makeup. So that, um, sewing, I did a lot of sewing in high school too, which helped because I had to sew a lot of costumes in college, but I feel like whatever I did was going to be revolved around dance because that's what I love. That's what I was interested in. Mm -hmm. Nothing else caught my attention. So I feel like. Well, did you, can I interrupt? Did your parents say, but that's the only thing you know right now. So move on, branch out. (laughs) No, my parents luckily were very supportive and you could, even though they said you have to go to college, which I didn't want to do originally, Mm -hmm. but they wanted me to have that degree Mm -hmm. to have. Right. Um, so luckily I said, all right, well, I'm going to do something in dance. And they said, all right, go ahead, go find it. So I think no matter what I was going to pick, they were going to support me. That's right. nice. So I'm glad that I went with something that made me happy. Cause I don't know if there's another degree that I would have that I would enjoy going to, to work every single day. Right. That's the bottom line. Just remember is like, yeah. you got to do that every single day <laughs> yeah, and you have to enjoy it you yeah. know? and you want to enjoy it. You know, it's not that you have to, but you should, you should want it, right? You should, yeah. you should yeah. want it for yourself. Most importantly, do you have any advice for any students that um, may not have had um, such supportive families or a network of supportive families that may be behind them in choosing a creative path? Um, I would say like, even if you, don't go to school for dance and you're going for something else. There's always the opportunity somewhere to continue on the creative path of that. So even if you take an elective in dance in college, there's always that there's dance teams in college, or you might find out um, I've had friends that were dancers and performers. They've moved on to costumers or dressers or photographers or, going into the hair. So there's so many things around performing so many other jobs that are available. And that's something that I try to show my students too. Like, all right, you might not feel like you're the best and would get hired as a dancer, but maybe you want to do costuming. You enjoy sewing. So maybe you want to do this or you like doing hair or makeup. Like there's, there's yeah. so many other things. Yeah. You like bossing people around. You could be a stage manager. <laughs> <laughs> right. You like bossing people around. <laughs> or a writer. You could write. Yeah. For, you know, yeah. 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 Yep. There's like so many bossing other things. around. <laughs> so. All right. Well, Kelly, it has been wonderful. You are such a gracious guest to come on with our podcast. I want to thank our co-hosts for joining today. And again, a big shout out to our guest, Kelly. It was a pleasure. And, uh, congratulations and continue to keep pushing arts in and keep just presenting arts, right? We don't have to push it because once it's there, everybody yeah. knows just it's great. So, yeah. so that's the wordplay on it. So um, just keep, keep bringing arts to the students that you can and, and making changes in the world. All right. Thanks, Kelly. Thank, Thank you. you. It was nice meeting you. Bye, <laughs> Bye Kel. Bye.